This is U.S. Senator John Ossoff. Hey, Atlanta, this is Lieutenant Governor Burt Jones. The new Shelley Winter Show here on WSB Radio, weeknights from 7 to 10 p.m. Keep up good work, Shelley. All people that love the truth got to be happy if the truth coming out and lies is getting exposed. That's just what time it is. 2024, folks. Hey, it's the Shelley Winter Show, ladies and gentlemen. Three hours tonight, Thursday, 7 to 10. We're live, we're local, we're topical, we're relevant, and this is one of those days, right? And in our business, the talk radio business, um, this is one of those days where literally there's information, stories, radio, what we call radio gold everywhere. Everywhere, Trump and Biden at the border, uh, Supreme Court um, uh, agreeing to hear the Trump case, uh, you know, local news, Fonnie Willis text messages, all of this stuff is so much out there, so much that you you sit here and you come in doing uh, during show prep. Magic Mike and I, we're trying to figure out where do we start? I mean, there's so much to talk about. So when you have a situation like that, uh, the rules of radio dictate that you kind of start locally, right? And that's what we're going to do. We're going to start locally. And University of Georgia, right, if you, you read the press reports, um, the University of Georgia right now going through um, a, a grieving time, right? The first time someone's uh, been ma- murdered uh, on the university campus in, in, in over 30 years. And they had they have had um, vigils, candlelight vigils. They've, they've been talking about it. They had grief counselors on campus. And according to the local media, um, there's a divide on uh, immigration enforcement on the campus. Right. And some students feel like Latinos are, are going to be targeted um, because of the anger and the vitriol being put forth by elected officials. And and people are protecting those uh, uh, those uh, wanting to protect those students um, and, and, and those people, uh, illegal immigrants. And and um, uh, there's talk of uh, there was a uh, Athens count, a Clark Athens what is it, Athens County, uh, Athens Clark County, excuse me, or Athens Clark County um, a proclamation uh, that talked about white supremacy and, zebo- and xenophobes um, pushing a rhetoric that's dangerous to illegal immigrants and, and how Georgia has 300 plus thousand illegal immigrants in the state of Georgia. Technically, you don't know how many illegal immigrants in the state of Georgia because they're illegal immigrants and you're not really sure who's here, right? Isn't that the whole concept? So how do you know how how many are here? And if you did know how many of here are here, why not just find them and send them back? I don't know. Why don't we just do that? I don't know. That's xenophobic, Shelley, and white supremacy talk. But the whole concept that this campus is roiled with divis- uh, divisive language and, and they're divided, it doesn't make sense to me. These are kids. These are kids on a college campus who lost a fellow student to murder. Something that hasn't happened on that campus in 30 plus years. And, and, and she was murdered. And it wasn't by a fellow student. It wasn't by some non-student. It was by someone here who had already been tied up in a legal system, by, uh, accused of, arrested for shoplifting, arrested in another state uh, for endangering a child, and still on the streets. And so that doesn't make it political, 
to normal people because this is not a political issue to normal people. These kids that are saying they don't know how to uh, uh, talk about or they don't know if they should talk about the role of immigration enforcement on a, a UGA campus, it's natural. Because in their minds, they're saying, wait a minute, this guy shouldn't have been here. So uh, the logic that consumes a human mind says if you weren't supposed to be here and you shouldn't have been here, this girl, Miss Riley, would still be walking around and we'd all be safe. Now, I've seen some people on the left talk about, well, American citizens kill people all the time. Of course they do. That's why we have jails. But those people are here. There's very little we can do about the crazy man who kills somebody in his neighborhood because he's here. But the people who sneak over here live in the shadows, hide in the shadows, work in the shadows, shoplift in the shadows, get arrested in the shadows, are released from jail in the shadows, endanger a child in another state in the shadows, sent down here in the shadows with their entire family, and they continue to break the law, even after breaking the law initially, then it becomes something a little bit more serious and a little bit more anger-inducing to the general public. Because the general public sits back, these students included, on the UGA campus, and they say, well, wait a minute, he's not supposed to be here. But for that, Miss Riley is still alive. And so that's what the students are grappling with. And because they've been caught up in the whole college and they're young and they feel like there's no the famous line that you see on on yard signs all around this city as you drive around a certain neighborhoods, no human is illegal. No, but their status can be illegal. <laughs> their, their status as citizens can be illegal. Yes, no human is illegal, is an illegal. That's right. Humans aren't, by definition, illegal or legal. But their status in any country is legal or illegal. That's what illegal immigration talks about. And so we have all of this discussion going on. And at the end of the day, it's a simple, simple issue. A man killed a woman, a perfect stranger, that he came across through chance while she was jogging. And he killed her. But if he was not here, had he been deported when he got in trouble in New York? Had he been deported after shoplifting twice in Athens? Had he been deported after he broke our laws? Miss Riley would still be walking around. And that's what the UGA students are grappling with. Because they're not sure. Of course they know men and women kill. They know that. They, they're old enough to know murder murderers exist. And so now they're looking back and they're saying, but the, this one is so tragic because he did not need to be here. He was here illegally, thus making his status an illegal status, thus making the crime all that more tragic. And that's what you hear from politicians. Yes, politicians are turning it into a political situation. That's what politicians do. These students are not politicians. They're looking at it from the natural eyes of young people who lost a classmate. And they're sitting back and they're saying, this did not have to happen. 
And the thing that they're grappling with beyond their natural grief for loss, they're grappling with why did it happen because he did not have to be here. He should have been sent home a long time ago. He was contact. He had made contact with Border Patrol in at the border, and they sent him into the country only to deal with him later. Mistake number one. He was in New York City, found uh, charged with endangering a child, not deported. Mistake number two. He was caught shoplifting in Athens, Clark County, and released. Mistake number three. And unfortunately, Miss Riley had to pay with her life for his actions. These students aren't divided. They're on the same side. They did not want this to happen. The argument now is how do we stop it from happening again? If we come across, and the argument being waged by politicians in this state, which is a very valid argument, is if we come across someone who's here illegally and they break the law while they're here, they're going to be shipped back to Mexico or Venezuela or Colombia or wherever it is they're from or Eastern Europe. For those of you who think only uh, brown people are illegal immigrants, wherever you're from, if you snuck here and you break the law, let's get you the heck out of here on the fastest thing moving. It's the Shelly Winter Show. Don't forget, tonight we launch. If you're a guy out there and you're in love, like Rob's in love with his wife and Magic Mike's in love with his beautiful wife and I'm in love with Amac the lawyer. If you're a guy out there, and you're in love, but you're going through it, man. I'm talking imaginary finger to the temple, ready to pull a trigger. If you're going through it and you just don't know what to do, call us. Because tonight is in love, man, men in love, talking to other men in love to solve our problems together. That's coming up at 736. The phone number, if you want to get on the line early, is 404 404- 872-0750, 1-800-WSB-TALK. It's going to be a segment coming up, a new segment at 736. Men in love, talking to other men in love about what we're going through. We'll be right back. Shelly went to show. Girl, 95.5 WSB, Atlantis News. What would I be without my baby? I went to sing and I started coughing. God must have been sending me. He was like, hey, man, enough of the singing. The Shelly Winter Show, live, local, topical, and relevant. Uh, so before I, I go any further, Magic Mike and Rob Calloway taking your calls at 404-872-0750, 1-800-WSB-TALK, Josie Rock on traffic, and Jennifer Griffiths uh, breaking down the news uh, at the tops and bottoms of the hour. That's the Shelly Winter Show team right there, ladies and gentlemen, best team in the business. So, you know, before my mom passed, I, I would say my mom was like my number one 
listener. She listened every night. I, had, I used to have to keep the radio on during the day because she didn't know how to turn it on. So I'd keep it, it would be on all day. And then when I came home, she'd tell me about the show. And inevitably, there was some criticism in there, which I loved about my mom, you know, because she didn't want to get want me to get too comfortable. And so I'd come home and say, oh, Ma, how did I do tonight? And she'd say, oh, you were good. And then she'd say, oh, it was very good, um, honey. Uh, and then she'd say, but she didn't have to yell at that guy like that. You know, you don't have to get mad at the people. You know, just calm down. You know, things like that she'd help me, and I, and I miss her so much. But I have, you know, AMAC, the lawyer's mom, is now my mom now. She's my number one listener. She listens every night up in uh, up in uh, D.C. On, online. That's beautiful. Yeah, and so yeah. that's like I feel like I'm I'm connected to mom. You right, know what I mean? Because right. you still know here. She's, she's always here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's and I appreciate you, Mama Mac. Thank you for listening. So it makes me feel good. You know, it really does. So that means you gotta scale down a little bit of what you're about to say about AMAC, right? Oh no, she, 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 I think she agrees with a lot of that. <laughs> <laughs> but thank you, Mama Mac, for listening. Shout out to her. Um, uh, so. So coming up at 7.36, right, it's a new segment. We're going to do it every Thursday because all of us guys here are in love, right? And you fellas out there, you married men out there, you guys are in love also. You know what it's like. It's tough. And I'm sure the ladies, if they got a ladies show, you guys, ladies, can talk about it on that show, right? But here's guy talk. And, and, and when men are in love, we go through it. It's not all peaches and, keen, uh, peaches and cream. Not roses, roses, you know, it's not sunshiny every day. We want it to be. You know, it started out that way. That's why we fell in love. So this segment coming up at 736, get ready, call in with your issues, 404-872-0750, 1-800-WSB-TALK. We're going to go around the room first so you get an idea of what we're talking about, but it's called Men in Love, Talking to Men in Love. And we're going to work out those issues that you're going through. You're not alone. See, a lot of us, when we're in these positions, like Magic Mike's been married, Rob's married, we're all in love. I'm in love, right? But we go through things, and we think we're the only ones. But you'll realize in this segment every Thursday at 736 that you're not alone. You're not alone. Those of us, you know, we're here. We're here for you guys, right? Because these are the things that you want to say, but you can't say them to your homeboys because they're going to laugh at you. Absolutely. And we've been laughed at. So right. we already know. We already know. And you can't say it to your woman because she might just, you know, punch you in the face. She might walk away. Pull a gun on you. Who, all who kinds knows? of stuff. Right. Who knows? Right. So, so that's you, why th- we're here. This is safe. Uh, what are the liberals call it? This is a safe space. A safe space. A safe space for men in love to offload your burdens uh, on the Shelly Winter Show. That's at 736-404-872-0750, 1-800-WSB-TALK. Also, at 806, coming up at 806, I'm talking to my good, dear friend, uh, House Minority Leader um, Billy Mitchell, um, and he's going to be calling in to talk to us about Crossover Day from the Democratic um, side of the fence. And then tomorrow, of course, we have our regular standing segment with Lieutenant Governor Burt Jones. Uh, he's going to be talking to us about Crossover day from the other side of the fence on the Republican side. So that's all coming up. Burt Jones tomorrow, but Billy Mitchell tonight at 8.06. So talking about, let's go to some, from some phone calls. Um, take some calls and then uh, we're going to come back at 7.36 with Men in Love, talking to Men in Love and then um, we'll get to these Fonnie Willis, I mean these Terrence Bradley, Ashley Merchant text messages. Because uh, one of the things I realized in going through these text messages is that I I may need to do something. I don't know if you can get rid of text messages, 
But, I mean, if someone were to pull my text messages, um, I mean, you won't see things like this, but I, you'll see some crazy stuff. I would, I would, I'd be, I don't know. I don't know if I'd lose friends. I don't even think I'd lose listeners. But the media, because I'm conservative, the media can make much ado about nothing. Like, I have open and frank conversations with some of my, my African-American guy friends. You know, curse words are thrown around. Pejoratives are thrown around for oh, yeah. everybody. Uh, mm-hmm. Asians, gays, yeah. African-Americans, whites. It's thrown around. And it's not because we're racist. It's just that in that particular moment, this is the word that's necessary to use because it's been used by someone else in this situation. So you use it. But if you pull the text out of, if you pull just the text, Shelly used the N word. Well, no, I was talking about, you know what I mean? And so I, I don't want anybody to pull my, te- my text messages. And then text messages to AMAC? I mean, there's someone there, someone there that are, are like, you know, nasty, nasty, right? Then yeah. there's some in there that are regular, pick up milk, oat milk from the Publix, right? And then there's some in there where she's literally calling me all kinds of names. Like, you know what I mean? There's like a mixture in these texts. So I wouldn't want anybody to see my text messages. So uh, we'll get to that later on in the show. Um, but coming up, 736, ladies and gentlemen, we're going to have a little fun tonight. I know. Let me tell you. I know. You're going to tell me, what about Trump and Biden and Trump and Biden at the border? Yeah, I know that's out there. That happened today. A lot happened today. Hunter Biden, what about Hunter Biden? I know. That happened today. But you know what, ladies and gentlemen, I'll be honest with you. I'm kind of in the mood to have fun. I really am. I'll get to it. I'm here till 10. Literally, I'm here till 10 p.m. We'll get to Hunter. We'll get to the border and Trump and all that stuff. But I'm just feeling in a a frisky, fun mood. I hope you don't mind. I hope you'll stick with us. We'll get to those stories that you like to talk about. But I just really want to have fun tonight for a couple hours at least. All right? 4487-20750. 1-800-WSB-TALK. We'll be right back. On your mama's couch, that's where the stuff be about. You know me. Coming up at 7.36 on the Shelly Winter Show, ladies and gentlemen, men who are in love offloading their burdens to other men who are in love. This is where you get to call in, men, and talk about your issues of being in love. What are you going through? We're here to help you. 404-872-0750. 1-800-WSB-TALK. Shelly Winter Show every Thursday starting tonight at 7.36. Men in love unload their burdens on other men in love. It's where we, you get to call in men. You're in love, you're married, you love your wife, you love your fiance, you love your girlfriend. I mean, you're in love, you're not going anywhere, but you got burdens. You're going through it. This is your weekly segment every Thursday starting tonight at 7.36 where you get to unload those burdens, and we help you. We help guide you. We help, we help talk to you and, and talk you down off that cliff that we know you're on, and we know you're on it because we're on it. I'll give you my example, and then I'll go to Magic Mike, and then I'll go to Rob. My example is this. On Facebook, for years, it pops up on my page. What They, they call these things uh, eternity, eternity flowers, and they come in a white box. 
I got one from my mom, still sits in the living room, and says mom with a heart. Red letters, red flowers, spell out mom in a white flower background. So I decided to get one for AMAC the lawyer. I love you. The I in red flowers, a heart in red flowers, and then the letter U. And it's all red and the the white flowers around it. One day, they're all jumbled up. I'm like, oh, what happened? Oh, June must have got to him. The little one, she must have got to him. Oh, the little one got to him. All right. Even though the box is way up high on the couch, on on, (laughs) on the dresser. So I decided instead of me going back to rebuild the thing, I'll just buy it again. So this year, I said, oh, let me order these things again because I really like them, you know? So I buy them again. Come to the house. Oh, honey, you know, I love these. These are sweet and everything. But I really like the smell of real roses. I'm like, oh. So I get the eternity roses that spell out I love you, but you like the smell of real roses that die in four days. And that's the burden. This is the burden that I go through. So I'm offloading it to other men in love. Mike, what's yours? Well, like I said last night, my wife is not the type who will snap off and say something. You know, she's more cerebral, right? So last night after the show, my wife calls me. She's like, hey. We got this thing, you know, uh, we want to make a little bit of money, want to get some things paid off. Now, so I'm going to do this with some money, and I want you to do this with some money. And I say, okay, babe, great. Now, with this money, right, I got these things need to be get, get paid off. I got some credit cards or whatever. I'm going to pay these things off. After I'm done paying these off, then we'll have money we could put it to the household. So my wife... Double, she Jedi mind tricks me, <laughs> right? She Jedi mind tricks me into saying, well, babe, what I'm actually going to do is, is I'm going to put this money towards household stuff. And then if we got anything left over there, I'm going to put it to my bills. Like, I even had to go to her this morning like, hey, wait a minute. So when you said that last night, what exactly did you say? And long story short, it's going towards the household bills first. And my debt will get paid when it gets paid. So, so everybody's taken care of. Pretty much except you, Magic yeah, Mike. Basically, yeah, basically. yeah, yeah. Like my, With my your score money. Is, yeah, yeah. My score is probably going to go down to the fours. But, hey, as long as the household is good, I guess I'm good. <laughs> Rob, Rob's on the phone. Rob, you ready? Ah, uh, yes. I'm ready. Okay. It's men in love offloading their burdens to other men in love. Go ahead, Rob. Well, first of all, I feel you about the flowers. I get fussed at about flowers all the time. So let me just go ahead and say that I, I'm, I'm, I'm with you, brother. I'm with you, but you know, my, yeah, it, that flower thing is unbelievable to me. But um, it, it costs a lot of money. I mean, fly, I mean, you could go to Kroger, but yeah, it ain't the same. It, it ain't the same. I've been to Kroger. It, yeah, it don't hit the same. I Publix, got, it don't hit the same. I got the Kroger roses also. 15, 20 bucks yeah. at the most, a yeah. dozen. But they don't hit the same. They really don't. <laughs> they don't and and those things die like a day later. <laughs> but they're still flowers. They are. You yeah. know, and, yeah. and I learned that if you're going to do the Kroger Public Flowers, which are great flowers, they are. Just go to a real florist and ask them for their paper. And oh, wrap it up. And wrap it oh, up yourself. You that, see, this is why we need this segment. This is hey. segment. You know how many men have just pulled over right now and said, Wow. See, this is the I New York issue. Right. This is the New York issue. This is what you do. You, or if you go to Kroger, you ask them, don't take the one, because you know, you take it in as it is, right? Mm-hmm. And you could put it in a plastic bag and bring it home. Well, no, go to the florist the lady right there and ask her to roll it in the paper. Once she rolls it in the paper, 
you got to peel off the the sticker, right? So once you peel off the sticker, no one knows it came from Kroger or Publix. Once they roll it in that white paper, because the white paper is the same all over the world. True, 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 true story. All right, so here's my thing. Yeah, and, and and my my stuff is minor, man. You know, I'm I'm getting too old to have major problems. But you know, here's my thing. My, it could be twenty degrees outside. Can you go outside and barbecue? Fifteen degrees outside. Can you go outside and barbecue? It could be negative ten. Will you go outside and barbecue? And I'm like, what? I really want some barbecue. This just happened not too long ago. I really want some barbecue. Yeah, but they talking about it's the coldest day of the of the year. Yeah, but I want some barbecue. And and in the name of love, what I what I do, fellas, go out and barbecue. Whatever and barbecue. she say. 404-872-0750, 1-800-WSB-TALK. Every guy, hold on. This segment's every Thursday at 736. Men in love offloading our burdens to other men in love and getting advice on how to deal with our burdens. Because we're not going anyplace, let's be clear. They know we're not going anyplace. We know we're not going anyplace because we're in love. And so when asked the barbecue and 20 below... You do it. When asked to run to the store to get a candy bar at 2 o'clock in the morning, you get up and go because we're in love. Or those female products. You're in love. <laughs> Come on. Preach. 404-872-0750. 1-800-WSB-TALK. Everybody hold on. We're taking your relationship in love burdens. When we come back, it's the Shelly Winter Show. Yes, we'll get the Hunter. We'll get the Trump at the border and Biden at the border. We'll get to that. Relax. Woo, let's go. It's the Shelly Winter Show live, local, topical, relevant. And uh, second segment, we're only going to do this every Thursday night for two segments. It's called Men in Love, Talk to Other Men in Love, and Lay Their Burdens. We lay our burdens on each other for help because we're not going anyplace. We're in love. By definition, we're not, we're not dipping. We're not bouncing. <laughs> we're not leaving. We're just going to stay because we're in love. So who can we talk to? Well, let's talk to each other. Because we talk to our boys. If I told my boy about the flower story, they'd laugh at me. Like, man, come on, man, shut up. <laughs> Especially the single ones. If if, if Rob told his his his, his, his guy friends, his, his, his uh, single friends, yeah, she asked me to go barbecue at 2 o'clock in the morning. I mean, at 20, to, 20 below uh, degrees outside, she wanted barbecue. His single friends would be like, man, come on, man, you didn't go, did you? Man, put your foot down. Right? That's what they would say. Exactly. So we need to talk to each other because we're all in the same boat. We understand what it is. So let's go to the phone. Let's go to Luke. Hey, Luke, lay your burdens on us. Shelly, you are my brother from a heavenly father, and I appreciate you, man. Oh, thank Uh, you, Luke. This segment truly is therapy, which really only works if you listen. Therapy only works if you listen. So I I buy plants nowadays instead of flowers, and ah. uh, I plant them and, and keep them going and, and try to keep them going through the year. And uh, every once in a while, even this past Valentine's Day, we decided not to get each other anything. Uh, but I still made her out of craft paper, a piece of paper with 12 flowers on it, and, and you know, tried to do something special, wrote a nice note. 
I can pay for the flowers, I can pay for the bathroom, the pets, all their accessories, and sometimes it's never enough. Sometimes they can do things that give you that kick in the guts that hurts your brains and your midsection. But what I do for therapy is I blow leaves. And when I'm out there blowing my leaves, I see all the plants that I've uh, my made, man. gifted, yep. and I'm remembered of the love that I have for my God, my wife, and my family. So it's full circle. Right, my man. Else, but sometimes God gives you the reason and the, the way to that's take the, care of it. That's good stuff, Luke. Luke, that's good stuff. That's what we're talking about. That's what we're doing here, fellas. Good mm-hmm. stuff, Luke. That's good stuff. He said, when I'm blowing leaves, I look at the plants that I bought and planted and take care of, and I, re- I remind myself, yeah, man, you got this. Luke gets it. That, that's Luke just good it. stuff, Luke. Mm-hmm. Luke good stuff. It. David. Thank you. David? Yes, sir. Put your, lay your burdens down, my fellow brother in love. Well, I, I don't have a burden, but I do have the help for the flowers, and that is after you get them home, cut them again with a knife not scissors, uh, about two to three inches up the stem, and then put them in the water. They will last two, three, four times as long as before. I've had roses last uh, seven to ten days on that basis. My man, great call, David. We appreciate you very much. It's called Men in Love. Laying your burdens down. We appreciate you, David. We appreciate you. But the point of us talking about the flowers, we're like, yeah, they'll last seven to ten days, but that's the point. It's only seven to ten days. (laughs) Great call, David. We appreciate you very much. Let's go to James. James, lay your burdens down, my brother. Hey, Shelly. Hey, uh, quick tip for the flowers that you bought that are not real, but they want to have the smell is that there's essential oil that you can buy that actually smells like rosehip. My man. Bam! That's what I'm talking uh, about. That's what I'm talking about. Lay your burdens down. Yeah, and I was going to tell you also, uh, when you do look at flowers, if you actually press on the bulbs and they're firm, that lets you know that they're going to last a long time. If you press on them and they're real soft, then you don't want to pick those up. My man. uh, Tell us about your relationship. Tell us about your relationship thing. Uh, well, I was just going to say that uh, one of the biggest problems that I've had is the where do you want to eat? And then you have to go back and forth and all this stuff. And so what I've, I've made a rule is, is that I say, give me three places, and whatever the first one that she says out loud is where we're going to go. So here's I, – I saw this. This is why – that's a great one. That's a great one right there because they – but the thing is the hole in your, uh, your, in your logic, James, and I know it's not your logic, but the hole in the logic because we're dealing with the women we're in love with is that she will yell something out and then change her mind. But I saw this great video. I've got a solution to picking places to eat. This is how you do it, Right. Hey, honey, I'm going to take you to a new spot. Man, you should hear. I heard all about it. And let her. And you keep going. Oh, it's great. The food is fantastic. My people are talking about it at work. Callers have been calling in about it. I heard it on the radio. And you keep going. And she will eventually say, you mean? And you say, yeah. Mm-hmm. You see that? You see the, you see the Jedi mind okay. trick there? Because they do it to us all the time. Of course they do. Yeah, so we got to learn to take in the Jedi mind. We got to learn to take in the Jedi mind trick and push it right back out. So that's that's what you do. The next time you want to figure out what to eat, don't ask them. 
Say, baby, I found the greatest spot. You, oh, have you heard about this spot? It's great. It's got that. And you just go into the, all these long adjectives about how great it is. And eventually she will come around and say, oh, I think I heard about that spot. My girl, she said it's named Sam's. And you say, that's right. Let's go to Sam's. <laughs> and then you're in. Sounds great, man. My man. I, I appreciate it. That segment's going to be a hot segment every Thursday, 736. They're going to keep calling for the rest of the show, but it's too late. We moved on. No, we're going to help. We're going to keep helping these men. These okay. men are in love. They need us. They need us. You're right. They, they need, need us. us. Coming, at, coming back at 8.06, ladies and gentlemen. We'll be back in a quick segment, but coming up at 8.06, our good, my good friend Billy Mitchell, House Majority Leader in the State uh, House state house here in Georgia, is going to talk about crossover day from the Democratic side. And we're also taking your calls at 404-872-0750, 1-800-WSB-TALK. It's the Shelly Winter Show. It's the Shelly Winter Show live, local, topical, and relevant, ladies and gentlemen, and always entertaining. Uh, let's go to Walter real quick. Uh, Walter. Hey, how you doing, uh, Shelly? Uh, hold on, uh, Walter. Nice to... Hold on, hold on, hold on. We're running out of time. Um, I want to do, uh, let me read these uh, texts that came in. Uh, my, my man Dwayne uh, was with me at Costco one time, and he reminded me that your girl will have you walking up and down the aisles of Costco looking for almond milk. He was with me. I was asking I was asking every employee, where's your almond? I'm walking up and down the aisles <laughs> looking for almond milk. And he was with me. He reminded me of that. And then also, this is a good one. This is from my dear brother and friend, Woody. He said, he said he wants us to take this seriously. Guys, don't ever take your ladies for granted. Um, his went home with the be with the Lord after 37 years together and a moment that to go a moment doesn't go by that he doesn't miss her um and shout thank, out to him shout out shout to woody out to thank you woody for reminding us that even in our pain i mean even in our burdens um and we're in love but uh you're right woody thank you for that word of advice that's good advice to keep in the back of our minds but we still can complain though we have to we have to we're men <laughs> exactly so shelly went to show we'll be right back All right, it's crossover day, ladies and gentlemen, and um, House Minority Leader Billy Mitchell uh, was supposed to call in. I've been trying to text him. I think they're busy still at the Capitol, so we'll give him time to call in. Um, but uh, we um, want to read these text messages. So text messages were released, uh, the Terrence Bradley text messages. And uh, for first, before we do that, let's uh, go to our last caller who wants to offload his burdens. This is Walter. Walter? Yeah, hey, hey, how you doing, Shelly? Nice Hi. to talk to you. I love your show. Thank you, Walter. What's offload your offload your burdens to us, my brother? All right, mine is uh, mine happens in the in the car when I'm going down the road. Come come to an intersection, my wife's in the car with me. Uh, I got to ride away. Obviously, the guy is stopping at their stop sign, uh, going two or three miles an hour. Right when we get to him, just for I thought he was going to run out in front of you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my goodness. My man. Uh, Good one. I Go. also, uh, also uh, I wanted to give some, uh, tell the listeners what the advice my dad gave me when I was a teenager. Uh, he said, son, all women are crazy. You got to find one that's a crazy you can live with. <laughs> My man, great call. Great advice from dad. I got another one for you. 
And for ladies and gentlemen, I'm going to get to these text messages right away. Um, but w- one more that I, I realized thinking about the almond milk, right? Now, most people would say, well, Shelly, it's Costco. They got almond milk. They have a whole aisle of almond milk. But that wasn't what I was looking for because I was given a specific instructions to get a certain type of almond milk, right? It's the, same, <laughs> it's the same thing with ice cream, right? I was once sent to the Kroger to get rum raisin. Now, if you're just kicking it, you go to Kroger and get a pint of rum raisin. You buy it by the price. This is $1.89. Oh, this is this on sale, $1.59. That's what you just grab the cheapest rum raisin and take it back to the house because you're just kicking it. You just, you know, you're Nathan Wade and she's Fonnie Willis. It's a booty call. <laughs> right? But when you're in love and they send you the picture and it's a half a gallon, that's the brand they want. I once went looking for rum raisin at Kroger, went to Publix, went to uh, the, what, Lidl, went all over the place to look for the specific brown, uh, brand of rum raisin. That's what, that's what we're talking about here. Because the love makes you do that. This is what she sent. This is the picture. This is what I have to get. I'm not just going to go back with any kind of rum raisin. This is what she wants. And oh, God forbid, empty-handed. Oh, you might as well come back with the briars. But the point that we're making, these are burdens of ours because we're in love. We want to do everything, everything, everything. Um, this We're not making fun of. We're just laying on the line what we go through as men in love. And, it, and it's a burden. Because if you if I said, hey, honey, you're going to the store, grab me some chocolate chip cookies. I don't care what chocolate chip cookies you come back with, as long as they're chocolate chip cookies. But if I'm sent to the store, can you get almond milk? This is the only brand of almond milk, as if there are differences in almond milk. It's all almond milk. It's all the same. But you can't tell them that. Not at all. Let's read these text messages. So... I'm reading, this is one set of text messages, which is which is hilarious. Um, uh, this is where Nathan Wade, uh, Ashley Merchant says, do you think it started before she hired him? This is Ashley Merchant on um, this January 5th, 2024. Do you think it started before, they, before she hired him? Terrence Bradley, absolutely. It started when she left the DA's office and was judge and was a judge in South Fulton. She liked that. They met at a municipal court conference. That's what I figured when he was married, she goes on to say, Ashley Merchant. Um, they, they, they go on like this. Here's, here's some more. Here's one. They had a full relationship. Insane. Just insane. This is Ashley Merchant texting Terrence Bradley. He went to help her move. He went to help move her. Why would she hire him is insane. Terrence Bradley. Yes. Like just date. Don't hire him. Basically, Ashley Merchant saying the problem that uh, Fonnie Willis had in hiring him, I mean, in, in this whole thing was you hired a guy you're dating. And it's just her, her question, like, just date, don't hire him if that's what you're going to do. And so um, she said, she texted him, last trip was the summer, May or June. No, I don't know. I was go- I, I was gone by then. Doesn't surprise me. They took many trips to Florida, Texas. Then he has another text, Texas. Um, And Napa, California. Yep. When she moved the daughters there, I can't believe they were um, so carefree. I'm trying to articulate her response when I blew this up. Her daughter flunked out of FAMU and moved to Cali. 
This is him talking. He's just emptying everything. And I'm thinking to myself, why would you do that? Like, why was Terrence Bradley? You got to understand, Terrence Bradley's not just texting some other attorney. He's knowing this is January. This These texts are in January 5th, back and forth, all day January 5th. He's texting back and forth with an attorney who he knows. They know each other. All these attorneys know each other. They're attorneys. Just like all of us in radio. We all know each other. And so she, he's texting her in January of 2024 uh, about everything. And you got to think to yourself, why are you doing this? Like, are you and Nate, did you and Nathan Wade have that bad a falling out? And did you dislike Fonnie Willis that badly that you're doing this? This is what I suspect, ladies and gentlemen, all joking aside. This is what I suspect. I suspect that when it was released in these motions that Nathan Wade had made close to 600, at this time, close to 600 $660,000. Remember, these two were partners. Mr. Bradley saw none of that money. And I think that's what upset him, that these guys worked together, you know, slaving through the streets, trying to get these cases, trying to pick up clients, trying to make a living as lawyers. And this guy got a lick. That means a, a, a big deal, for those of you who don't know. He caught a lick. That's what they, we call it. Everybody, young people call it, caught a lick, $600,000 lick going after former president of the United States and 18 others on RICO charges, a case that makes a lawyer's career. Really, it really is the case. And I think that's what Terrence Bradley was mad about because he saw none of that money. Probably, maybe. That's my thought. This is my opinion. And he was mad at the time. And that's why he was so free with the information with Miss Merchant. But here's what happened. It's an interesting thing that happens in, uh, in any community, particularly the African-American community, because it's, it's, it's a smaller community of people. He realized, oh, my God, I was mad. I said a lot, but I'm also may never work in this town again. As an African-American lawyer who handles mostly African-American business, I may, never, I may never see another client again because I'm going to be seen as the guy who, one, one, ruined the case against Trump, which most of the people in Fulton County don't like, and I'm seen as the guy that brought down the first African-American female DA. And he doesn't want to be seen that way, and that's why he changed his tune. I know I jokingly said about, you know, being kidnapped and all that. No, that, that was joking. We're joking. But I think that's really what it is. That's at the heart of it. That he realized, I don't want to go down in history as a turncoat. I don't want to go down in history as a race trader. I don't want to go down in history as someone who ruined a case against the hated orange man bad Donald Trump. And he had to recant. He had to say, I don't remember. He had to say, I, I, I don't I don't know. I think that's what happened. Tomorrow's going to be a big day, ladies and gentlemen. I'm trying. Oh, by the way, Magic Mike, when we come back, I'm going to tell you about tomorrow, what I'm trying to do tomorrow. And then we'll take your calls at 404-872-0750, 1-800-WSB-TALK. But we're also going to, when we come back, in case, what if Shelly Winter's text messages were subpoenaed? We're going to randomly grab my text messages, and we're going to read them. We'll see what turns up. 
404-872-0750. 1-800-WSB-TALK. If you want to listen to old episodes of the Shelly Winter Show, go to WSBRadio.com, click on the On Demand tab, and scroll down for the Shelly Winter Show. Shelly went to Shelly went to Shelly went to show live local topical and relevant you know so I wanted to uh uh pull up my text messages and uh I thought I'd um read some because this is in case you get my text messages so so here's one here's one hey Governor Kemp great seeing you today Hope I can get you on my show sooner than later. Hey, Shelly, what's going on? Good seeing you, too. I'm working on it. You know I go to bed early at night. Emojis. Let's go to another one. Mike. Magic Mike. Head to work. There's an accident on 20. So I'm driving around it. Maybe I'll be a little late. My answer to him, cool beans, brother. No sound anyway. Remind me to record another drop. Will do. UGA basketball tips off at 7 p.m. tonight. Are you going to the station today? Let's go to, uh, let's see here. Oh. My bookie. Hey, bud. You good to settle that balance now? Thanks. Curse word. This is me texting him back. Curse word. Yes. Soon as I come, I'll get it to you as soon as I can. My apology for being late. No worries, brother. Broken leg emoji. <laughs> oh, the big guy. Uh, coming up late be there in about five minutes no worries does the guy to your left have COVID because we're going to die because of Mr. Coughing me laughing my laughing M-L-M-A-O I do kind of feel funny right now This random text message is from Shelly Winter. This is if I get subpoenaed. This random. I'm just going through my text message. This is what they would do. This is what they would do. Ah, Deborah Green. Did you break the break room toaster? No. I didn't know we had a break room toaster. Mark is going to buy a new one. Okay. This random text, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> Random text. This is this is what this is what uh, um, uh, the people will find. This is what people will find if they pull my text messages. Uncle Reg, Neff, would you mind sending me Misha's op-ed on PeachPundit.com? How can I find it? Thanks, Neff. Send it back. Thank you so very much. 
I need to call her, encourage her, and give her my support. So what are these random text messages from Shelly Winter's phone? If, if at any point in time I'm subpoenaed, they're innocuous, very random. Let's go to Craig. Craig, you got relationship burdens to lay on us, my brother? <laughs> uh, no, you know, it's all good. <clears throat> A little hesitant there, but yeah, it's all good. Um, you were talking about your, you know, finding the rum, raising ice cream, and you do all that out of love. I just wanted to add you also do that out of fear. What's that bell? You, you nailed it, Craig. Tell us why. Tell You're absolutely right. I'm not sitting here denying it. Go ahead. Tell us why we're doing it also out of fear, my friend. Because you, well, I mean, anyone who's married or has a significant other at home, you, especially if they send you a picture, you don't want to come home with the wrong thing. Absolutely not. But why is it out of fear? Tell me why. Like, why can't we just say, I, I couldn't find it, eat the rum raisin I bought you? You know, that's a, that's a good question. You just, uh, stop, 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 stop. It's a setup. It's a setup. Don't do that. Don't do that. Don't do that. Uh, Craig said that's a good question. Craig is actually thinking about doing this, man. We're trying to help these men. <laughs> Sorry, Stop Craig. Shelly. Yeah, Craig, don't do that. Don't do that. No, but you're right, Craig. You, you said something very powerful, um, and, 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 and I appreciate you because he's absolutely right. And it's not fear to those listening. It's not fear like you fear the dark or you fear, you know, taxes or, you know what I mean, to get, you know what I mean? It's not that kind of fear. Um, it's just a fear of you don't want to go through that conversation when you get home with the rum with the wrong rum raisin. Am yeah, I right exactly. about that, Craig? Yeah, yeah. You don't want to. You don't want to. I don't. I don't know if confrontation's right. Where you just you know you want peace in the house. You want and... peace in the house. You don't want to come home and have that. You know when you're pulling up to the house with the wrong rum, rum with the wrong rum raisin. Say that five times straight. With yeah. the wrong <laughs> rum raisin, you know it's going to be an issue. So you just but... go and drive until you find the right rum raisin, and you're hoping. And here's what the hope there's there's love, then there's a fear. You talk about Craig, and then there's the hope. You're hoping. That when you walk in the house and you say the story, and they say, because they go, they're going to say, what took you so long? Right? They're going to say that. And it's not going to come out in a concerned manner. Hey, honey, what took you so long? I was worried. It's going to come out like, what the heck took you so long? Were you driving around? Talking to your friends yeah, on the phone? Right? And so there's hope yeah. in you that when you come in and you say, honey, man, I had to drive to five stores to find the right rum raisin, but I wanted to get it right. I wanted to be perfect. I wanted to be the brand that you wanted and you're hoping yeah, I, that the hug comes a kiss on the cheek comes you know maybe a little yeah 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 later on comes <laughs> but what does come is all right thank you and they yeah, don't even make a before yeah and they don't even make a bowl in front of you they put it in the freezer for later <laughs> uh, one time i went, went to like seven different stores in town trying to find the right Velveeta's for my wife and i, mean, I still never found them but I told her, you know, I went to this Walmart, that Walmart, Kroger, Publix, Ingalls, you know, and nobody had them. And what happened when you got home, Craig? Uh, well, she appreciated them putting in all that effort to try to find them for her. My man. My man, Craig. Have a great night, my brother. It would have been funny if you said she left you or something. <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> Love you, Craig. Thanks for calling. 4487-20750. 1-800-WSB Talk. Let's talk a little Hunter Biden when we come back. It's Shelly Winter Show. It's the Shelly Winter Show. Coming up next, what Hunter Biden said, one of the things that he finally acknowledged. We're going to talk about it next. Also, we're taking your calls at 404-872-0750. It's the Shelley Winter Show. That's coming up in two minutes. The Shelley Winter Show live, local talk. Ha. Topical and relevant, ladies and gentlemen. We try and bring you all the breaking news of the day. And today was one of those days I just felt like having fun. I hope you don't mind. So Hunter Biden has finally acknowledged that Joe Biden was the big guy. In his testimony, uh, Representative Marjorie Taylor Greene, um, who's on the House Oversight Committee, uh, said at one point we asked Hunter about the 10% for the big guy, in quotes. And uh, in a closed-door deposition, um, he said, uh, oh, that was after my father left office. So the big guy, uh, he acknowledges that the big guy was Joe Biden. What's fascinating about all of this to me, and, and I, you know, I've never voiced my opinion on this. I know others have, and I like to voice my opinion on this. Um, I don't think, like, I don't think it's legitimate for anybody to not know that Hunter and his bro- and Joe, Joe Biden's brother were using the Biden name, right? This is not a guy. It's not like using Obama's name, right? Obama, Kate, Obama, Barack Obama, uh, w- took over an open Senate seat, won it, or you know, won the open Senate seat, served for like half a term, and then ran for president. Like there was no political, uh, what do you call, legacy there. Right. Biden has been in public office as an elected official and a senator for 50 years, over close to 50 years. This guy's been in politics. And so if your father is a longtime sitting senator, then a vice president, of course, you're opening up every conversation you have with my dad's the vice president of the United States. My name is Shelley Winter. Or if you're Magic Mike. Hey, my dad's senator. I'm Magic Mike. You're opening every every conversation. You're in a bar. You see a beautiful woman at the bar. Hey, baby, what's your name? Oh, my name is Amy. Hey, Amy, how you doing? You know, my father's the vice president of the United States. Oh, by the way, my name is Shelly Biden. I mean, that's how any man would do that. That's how you would introduce yourself. Your, Your dad, your brother, your uncle, your cousin. Is the is a sitting senator for thirty plus years, forty plus years, and then he's a vice president for eight. Of course, you're going to sell influence. Does it make it right? Of course, it's not right. But don't talk to us and say it didn't happen. It's stupid for it for for anybody to believe that they didn't do this is insulting to that family. Why wouldn't you do it? I'm sitting in front of somebody. Hey, man, I hear you got a $30 million uh, deal. You know, we do marketing. Really? You do marketing, Mr. Biden? Yeah. Is your, you, you related to the Bidens? Oh, yeah. My dad is the vice president of the United States. 
Oh, yeah, we'd love you to do our marketing. We'd love you to do our energy. We'd love you to sit on a board of this com com company. Of course it's done. It's done by everyone. It's done by all of these people. It's done in regular life. You got a guy, works in corporate America. His son goes to UGA. He's getting ready to graduate. And the father says, hey, put in a resume at my company. You don't think the first thing that son does when he sits in front of the hiring manager? Ah, oh, excuse me, sir, I see you have the last name as the senior vice president of marketing and sales. Oh, that's my dad. Oh, okay. You don't think it goes on? I mean, it's a silly for anyone on the Democrat side to tell us that this is not happening. When we know it's happening. Uh, 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 what's her name? Uh, uh, Hunter Biden goes on to say, well, I thought he was out of politics for good. You didn't think he was out of politics for good. When he wasn't the vice president anymore, you probably start every meeting, you know my father's going to run for president, he's going to be president one day. I mean, for these people in the media and the Democrats to look at us as American citizens and think we don't know it happened because it happens every day in regular life. Well, no, he didn't benefit the, Joe Biden didn't make any money. What are you talking about? I don't have to break you off dollars to benefit. If I'm the guy, Joe Biden, with the name, with the years in politics as a sitting U.S. senator, one of 100, and a vice president, and now president, I don't have to give anybody any money. I mean, I don't have to take any money from anybody because every dime I help my family generate is a dime I don't have to give them. That's why rappers and athletes hire their family members. They don't hire them. The dumb ones hire them and pay them out of their own pockets. The really smart ones hire them and give them a job so they can make money off of the name of the person they're working for. LeBron James is famous for bringing his boys from high school together and all of them having a skill set to build a brand which is the LeBron James brand. He gave them opportunities to make money off of his name. So when when these guys were starting out, they would go into an, a, a, a business meeting, meeting and say, yeah, you know, I'm LeBron's friend. We work together. My name is. LeBron is maybe getting a cut, maybe not. But it's, he's, he's enabling his friends to make money. No differently than Joe Biden is enabling his family to make money off of his name. Now, we know that's, that's selling influence at a political level, which makes it illegal. And for anybody out there to try and look me in the face and say, well, Shelly, you know, he didn't take any money directly. This is insane to think that. That's just poppycock. And you're insulting my intelligence for telling me that. Because any sane person watching it would, would say to themselves, if I were the son of a longtime senator and then vice president and soon to be running for president of the United States, I would be selling access to that name, whether it's real access or fake access. I would be selling access to that name. And my father would know it. And my brother would know it. Because we're having those conversations all the time. I don't have to see a money trail from one hand to the next. That's stupid. But you know you're selling access. You know you're selling influence because people do it every single day, even at the dog catcher level. Shelly Winter, we'll be right back.
To Shelly Winter Show, we're talking about relationships and stuff, right? So, talking about no, I just want to tell this joke. Uh, it's a really great joke about the Jedi mind tricks, right? So, a wife calls the husband and says, "Honey, buy some bread on your way home." And so, you know, husband doesn't answer. He sees the text, so he's going to stop and get the bread. So she says, "Oh, by the way, I'm here with Elizabeth. We're waiting for you to come home." And so the husband says, Elizabeth, who's Elizabeth? And so the wife writes back, oh, I just said that because I wanted to make sure you saw the message, right? So Jedi mind trick. So the husband goes and he says, oh, I, I sent that who's Elizabeth. I realized I was confused because I'm with Elizabeth right now. We're down the street. And the wife says, huh, where are y'all at? I'm coming to you right now. He says, we're right near the neighborhood bakery. Five minutes goes by, 10 minutes goes by, and the wife texts him back. So I'm at the bakery. Where are you and Elizabeth right now? He was like, oh, I was just trying to make sure you saw the text. Now that you're at the bakery, get some bread when you come home. <laughs> <laughs> yes. That's how we win. That's how you get them. That's how you get them. Let's go to the phones, 404-872-0750, 1-800-WSB-TALK. Let's go to Philip. Philip, what's going on, brother? Hey, man. Hey, I, I just want to say that. You are so kind of one-sided, man. I mean, don't don't forget that Trump's kids made not millions but billions of dollars. How did they do uh, that? His, his, first of all, his son-in-law and daughter, when he got out, when they got away from the White House, they set up a fund and they got billions of dollars from people from all over the, the world. No, they didn't. From Saudi Arabia. No, they got yes, most. They of, hold on, let me finish. They got the money from Saudi Arabia. Yeah, that's yeah. Right, okay. not all over the world. Exactly. They got it from Saudi Arabia. And guess what the fund? Guess where the fund came from? Saudi Arabia has a sovereign fund. And guess why they gave them the money? You want to know why, Philip? Because the Kushner yeah, family, because the Kushner family, which you may not know because you're not from New York, is one of the longest serving, longest, uh, uh, biggest developers and builders in New York City. Jared Kushner married Ivanka Trump. It was the marriage of two family development real estate families, which were legendary. The Kushners are legendary in New York. They had three generations of builders in New York City. So when Jared Kushner got money from the Sovereign Fund of Saudi Arabia, it was an investment in projects that they were working on. You know why, Philip? Because the Kushners are builders. Before Donald Trump the ran Kushner, for... Hold on, let me finish, Kushner, sir. Let me finish. Oh, oh, oh. Let me finish. Hold on. The let me. Kushner I'll let you talk. Hold on. Hold on. Okay. Hold on, Phil. Let me finish. I'll let you talk. So Jack, Donald Trump is a builder. He was a builder long before he became president. He actually does something with money. So people have been investing in Donald Trump and his children. Remember, Ivanka had a clothing line made with clothes made in China. So they have a legitimate business that the Saudi Arabia Sovereign Fund would want to invest in. By the way, the Saudi Arabian Sovereign Fund invests in all kinds of businesses. The same people who scream and yell, oh, they killed a journalist, take their money in their sovereign fund when they're investing. So there was a legitimate business reason for Jared Kushner to receive that money. Now, to my point earlier, now, if they did it because Trump was going to run again, so be it. But they had a legitimate reason to go after that money with Saudi Arabia because if he doesn't if he loses, they still have to build and make money because that's what they do. They're builders. 
Jared, uh, Hunter Biden, James Biden, none of these people have legitimate businesses beyond being the son and brother of Joe Biden. None of them have legitimate businesses. Tell me something that they've sold. Tell me something that they've built. Tell me a product that they have. Tell me a service that they provide. Nothing. You can't do that because there is none, Philip. Now go ahead and, and say what you want to, sir. Okay. Now, now, you know, darn well, I may not be from New York, but I'm from Ohio, and I have family in New York, and we both know that the Kushners are large Slumlords, okay? Not true. They okay. Also, they so, so, so that's, 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 that's not. That's not. That's not. Okay. So, so fair they're enough. Slumlords. They're slumlords. Okay. okay. They have and, a business. And, and your boy, that, that's and a business. Hold, hold on, Philip. Hold on, Philip. Hold on, Philip. See, the, what you just did was a classic case of moving the goalpost. You see, you did not deny the fact that these people build homes and and rent homes and build property. No, I'm not you're not. You're not. Well, right. You're, so you're now. You're what you're doing is you're taking the goalposts and moving it down the field to say, well, 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 they're slumlords. Well, what does that have to do with the price of tea in China? Do they not have a whether they're slumlords or not? Do they because not have a legitimate have business? Do they not have a legitimate business? Is that not a legitimate so business being a slumlord? No, but yeah, maybe. Okay, but you guys are such Christians that the slumlording is not supposed to be in your vocabulary. That's not what we're talking but, about, no, Philip. That's not what we're talking about, sir. That. Sir, that's not what we're talking. You know that. You know that we're, the, the we're man, not talking about the that. Man, the man opened a fund and got that money from the Saudi Arabians because he sold access to his daddy or father-in-law. Just like they did when they went over there and they got those billions of dollars. So let me ask you okay. a question. Philip, let me ask you a question. Hold, let's, hold, let's be fair. So fair. Sir, sir, yes. sir, let's be fair. So should they go to jail for that? They should go to jail for being slumlords, yes. Uh, should they go to jail for selling influence to their father, who's not even president, was only president for no, one term? Because, no, should, because, should they go to jail no, for that? You just said, and, and I agree that they do it all the time. Perfect. I mean, these perfect. kids. Perfect. I mean, they got, perfect. They got. To, they got. Perfect. They got to think set up for colleges with kids who are the children of people who went to that college get to go in the. Get to go to school. Get My to man. go to the front of the line. So nobody yeah, goes listen. to jail. Nobody goes to jail. You're right. Now, so so let's keep it fair. The Kushners shouldn't go to jail. Ivanka shouldn't go to jail. Trump shouldn't. I mean, Trump didn't do anything. They did. So they shouldn't go to jail. Hunter and James shouldn't go to jail. Let's keep it real. But let's understand that that's a legitimate talking point on a campaign trail. Can we? It's fine with me, but you understand. So now when it's, it's, it's fine with you, hold on. Let's take this conversation. It's fine with you, so let's carry that conversation to the next step. It's fine with you if we run with that talking point that both families sold influence to their fathers who were in positions of power, right? So let's go with that. So now we're on a campaign trail, and I'm going to say, and you're going to say, hey, the Kushners did it. The Kushners, they took billions of dollars from Saudi Arabia. And then I will run a campaign saying, here's a Saudi Arabian sovereign fund owner telling people, the American people, why? Why he donated, uh, um, gave money to Jared Kushner. Here is Burisma. Oh, wait, he's not there anymore. Here is China. Let's talk to the Chinese people who have a gas company, an energy company, and the Bidens have no business being in energy because they have no knowledge of the energy business. And let's ask them, hey, why did you give them $10 million? And let's accept the answers as they come. And then what would you do? You're going to vote for Biden or Trump? You're going to vote for Biden or Trump? You're going to vote for Biden or Trump? I'm going to vote for Biden because Biden didn't try to steal the country. Oh, Jesus. Oh, Jesus. Thanks for your call, Philip. I appreciate you listening, big brother. I really do. So, old, um, 
is an old Bible verse. It escapes me right now. But it says basically, if you argue, what is it? If you argue, if you argue, no one knows the difference. I can't remember that Bible verse. To Shelly went to show. We'll be right back. To Shelly went to show, ladies and gentlemen. We will be right back. We're going to take these calls, and then you know what it is. It's Thursday, George Estevez, Curious George. It's on in five minutes. The Shelly Went to Show. We'll be right back. You never knew what's around me. Big adventure, all brand new friend. When you're curious, I like curious jobs. <laughs> <laughs> it's the Shelly Winter Show, and we come in laughing because it's that time of the week. It's the George oh. Curious George segment with my brother, George Estevez, from WSB-TV at 5, WSB-TV at 11, and National News Tonight at 106 a.m. That's right. You got it. That's hey, white? Hey. That, that's white. <laughs> you whisk them, rascally wabbit, that's white. <laughs> That is so sorry. We, we I came speak in la- for a living. We came in laughing because okay, I'm upset at you right now. Why? Because that's why we were laughing. Oh yeah, no, no. So I got I got to explain this to everyone. Hold on, everyone, hold on. I'm coming to your calls, and then we'll get into the uh, curious George segment. But I, I so George, I, so I've got um, uh, my birthday is coming up, and so I asked George. I said, Hey, are you free this day? Uh, you know, I'm having a birthday dinner. Um, inviting you know a few friends to come. Uh, most you know all couples, right? Right. Which and, is really sweet that you would invite. Me. Right. And so he looked on his phone. He says, "Oh, I'm I'm busy that day." So I said to him, "I said, look, I'm tired of inviting you to things because you're always busy. So I'm not going to invite you anymore." What did you say? And then I said, I- "I'm sorry, but you can't tell me like a week or two in advance. I, I need more notice." And you looked offended. I did because two weeks is a long enough time. I'm thinking. And then I said, "I'm booked through like April." And this is, that's what killed me. He's booked through April. So I could have given you a month in advance. You still would have been busy through April. Yeah. I mean, like, I, I, mean, I, I don't know what to tell you. I mean, I just, I guess you're too popular for no, me. No, no, it's, it's commitments in the community that I'm looking forward to. It's downtime. It's, it's other dinners that I have planned as of the end of 2023. I may have put a couple things on the calendar and, and friends and stuff. I, aren't you a calendar person? Not really. No. I, what I do is when I get invited to stuff, I send it to AMAC, the lawyer. I say, hey, put this on our calendar. So right. she kind of handles the calendar. Which is great. But you do, like, if you want to meet with a couple of buddies or have a couple couples, you have to say, you know, hey, let's plan this. And it, sometimes it gets four, five, six weeks out. Uh, no? So two weeks is not enough time not for Not enough. All right. So I'm going to invite you to something else. With let's do time. something in July. <laughs> This is what happens when you have famous, important friends. No! I'm a, I'm a real planner. That's my problem. I'm a okay. huge planner. All right. All right. And you're popular. So. No, I don't know about that. But let, let me take these. Oh, let me take a call. So oh, earlier, we, we have about? a segment we started every Thursday. It's called Men in Love uh, Talking to Other Men in Love. Because Men in Love, we have a different set of burdens that we deal with when we're in love. Okay. For instance, you're asked to go to the store to get ice cream. If you're not in love, you just go grab ice cream. You might grab the cheapest ice cream. But when you're in love, you're finding the ice cream that you know has been sent to you in a text message with the picture and everything. You better find that type of ice cream. And you will drive to 100 stores to find that ice cream. If you're in love. If you're in love. But when you don't care, when you're Nathan Wade and it's Fonnie Willis you're buying ice cream for, you just grab the cheapest ice cream because it's a booty call. You don't have to agree or disagree with that. (laughs) I'm not saying a word. (laughs) 
<laughs> so that's what we've been talking about. Okay. Right? And so Olivia is calling, and she's a, a woman, and uh, she wants to talk to us on behalf of women. Go ahead, Olivia. Kelly, Kelly, I'm so happy you took my call. First of all, first of all, I want to just say I listen to you most evenings and a job well done. Oh, thank Every you, night. Olivia. Thank you. Thank you. You're you're very welcome. Now, on behalf of all the wives, all the girlfriends, and all the significant others out there, I just want to say we do understand of what we put you guys through, and for that, we are truly, truly sorry. Do you accept our apologies? Yes, absolutely. Are you saying you're speaking on behalf of Mrs. Uh, Mrs. Magic Mike, Mrs. Rob Calloway, uh, the future Mrs. Mrs. Winter? You're speaking on behalf of all of them. Exactly, and all the other significant others out there. I, I know that we don't always add sugar to our words and our expressions with you guys, but we truly appreciate you and we understand what we put you through. So that's for awesome. that, I say we are sorry. Oh, Olivia, that's the call of the year right there. Oh my goodness. Yeah. You are definitely in a smart kids club. When you call in again, it's the Shelly Winter Smart Kids, smart kids Club. When you call in again, Olivia, tell the call screener that you are in a smart kids club and we will move you to the front of the line. Well, I appreciate it. Thank you so much. And you guys continue the great talk, and I'll continue to listen. Thank you, Olivia. I'm about to cry, Magic Mike. <sighs> we got to cut that. I think that. I did cry. That's I We got to save that. She's apologized. She said we – did you hear what she said, George? Uh, I, I know yeah. we don't always put sugar on our words. No, I will ask – I will add this. Do you feel that you sometimes don't put sugar on your words and your request for AMAC the lawyer? Okay, uh, George, what? Yeah. can I tell you something? This is men oh, in huh. love with men oh, sharing our burdens. Okay, sorry, right. Wrong show, wrong right, call. Right. Okay. Yeah, yeah. My when mistake. we do that show, we'll talk about okay. that kind of stuff. <laughs> yeah. But I do. No, no, seriously, honestly, honest to God, I do. I pour it on to the point where if you don't really know me, you almost start to question, am I sincere? Because you're because I'm so sugary and so syrupy, yeah, yeah, yeah. I love you. Oh my God, honey, you're my world. I'm so syrupy and I'm so over the top that it almost can be if it, it can be almost unbelievable, but it's really not. I mean, I'm meaning it from my heart. That's why I'm saying it all the time. So I'm curious: are are there ever moments where you go out for ice cream and just grab whatever ice cream, depending on the day? You may love her more one day than the other. You may have just had a fight. You may not have. No, if she said, I can, we could have just had a knockdown drag out. If she says, oh, honey, on your way home, I know we just had a knockdown drag out, and she sends me the picture of the ice cream, I will drive for miles to look for the ice cream. Well, that makes you a great partner. And, and Craig called in earlier. He said it's partly fear. Uh, okay, that we that do it. Makes sense. That does, doesn't that does it? It's partly fear. And, yeah. and, and you know why they do this? They're trained very well. The the good ones that do this to us, and we're all we all suffer the same issues, right? Suffer. Yeah, suffer. <laughs> it's suffering. But do we all go through the same issues? The reason why is because they're trained well to train us. Oh, absolutely. You know, they're training us. They're training us that if I send you for toilet paper. You get the right toilet paper. I don't want just any kind. Of, now, I will go to the store and find the cheapest toilet paper and just come home with the cheapest if it's for me. Because it's toilet paper. Because it's toilet paper. But women are different. And so they're training us to do what they say to do. And I don't see any problem with it. My grandparents were married 80 plus years till death did them part. And my grandfather told me, I said, how did you do it? One woman all your life. How did you do it? And you know what he said to me? The most... Beautiful thing I've ever heard. He says, your grandmother made me believe that I was in charge. Yes, of course. That is a, a reverse psychology, whatever you want to call it. Right. That is a whole gimmick and a thing. And it's it's a wonderful thing. But the, it's not really reverse psychology because he knew what was going on. But, but he, did she know that he knew that she knew that he knew? 
He, she, she knew, and that, he knew. They both knew. <laughs> but she, she made him feel like he was making the decisions. And who teaches these women or these grandmothers like my grandmother? You know who else? Who else? Their best girlfriend. No, their, their best girlfriend is usually single and bitter. <laughs> She's the one causing all the problems. <laughs> okay, what about their best guy friend? Oh, they don't have any. I don't believe in that. You don't, don't, <laughs> I don't believe in that. What about best gay guy friend? That, that, that I, I'm okay with that. Okay, see, they, they, that's they, they where they they're learning it from. Yeah, right? Exactly. <laughs> so you better be nice to the, to the gay best friend. Yeah, that's, that, I that's your... always nice to those people. Yeah. Yeah. Those so, should people? I say those people? <laughs> you should say those people. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, we're not those people. Sorry, I didn't mean to say that. I don't, I don't know what to say. We're just people. people. <laughs> <laughs> My bad. I love this segment. George Estevez comes those down. Those people. Oh, I met your boss. You did? Yeah, I was at the um, Georgia Association of Broadcasters uh, at the Capitol yesterday uh, with my boss, the big guy, and our market manager, Julie, uh-huh. and um, uh, Ray, Ray Park, Carter. Ray Carter. He was there. He um, he told me he's getting ready to retire and everything. He's getting ready to retire, and he's he's just doing doing some work, and he's doing like a second act. And him and his wife, they're they're both they're fantastic. Yeah, he's a great guy. That's the first time I've ever met him. He used to be our news director in the '90s here. Oh, so now so now he's he's head of everything. He's a general. General manager, manager, vice president of WSB. Yeah, he's a, he's a good guy, and and to be such a powerful guy, because I mean, the, the, big deal. The, it's a big deal, yeah. right? And he's such a humble, nice guy. And you it was never the first, know it. Yeah, I, I was the first time I met him, you know. And I so badly when he said he was retiring, I, I chose not to say it, but I so badly once say, hey, you know, election season's coming up. Who are you using for your political commentary? But <laughs> he right. said he was retiring. Says, ah, well, I got to let's wait for the new guy. Yeah, <laughs> new guy. You ask the new guy. <laughs> ask the new guy. And, and Ray's been successfully married for. Decades too, I bet you he gets the right ice cream. I bet you he gets the right ice cream. Absolutely, absolutely. And and, and if he doesn't, he probably you know sleeps he gets on the yelled couch. at. <laughs> See, uh, you don't survive in a business like this without having that supportive wife. Yeah, no, he credits his his wife. Yeah. He said it in, in, in public. Yeah, you, know? he, if you don't survive in this kind of business with the kind of stress we have with with all the things that, especially at that level. Yes, you know what I mean. Behind um, every successful man is a successfully supportive woman and some of those people it's 404 (laughs) you know those people the friends of the woman those people it's the segment is called curious george i'll never live that one down because you know as a fellow minority we do not we're not we're supposed to know better (laughs) we'll be right back Are we back? Sounded like a commercial. No, we're not back. Is this a commercial? What would this be a commercial for? I don't know, but there's some... Let's sp- make one up. What commercial would you do to this Jill Jingle back here? Have a back pain? Can't quite reach your muscles? Take this pill. It'll make you feel better. I was thinking with this song, turn it up a little. Turn it up a little. With this bed, I'm thinking... Don't forget, ladies and gentlemen, tune in on t- at 12 noon on Saturday for the new brand new show hosted by me and Kevin Deutsch, general manager of Butler Lexus of South Atlanta. It's called The Car Guys. Don't forget, that's this Saturday at 12 noon. That's genius. This see, is the see music what I did bed. There? This is the music bed. You just cut your own promo, buddy. I did. did you get that magic mic? Did I'm going to get it, and I'm going to send it up to the big guy. <laughs> so this, this segment is called Curious George with my dear friend and brother, George Estevez. He's on at um, WSB-TV News at 5. 
WSB TV News at 11 and W and National News tonight at 106 a.m. And uh, what did you start? What are you starting off the broadcast tonight with at 11? Tonight uh, it's crossover day, right? So doing a bunch of those bills, and we're also talking about school safety after a high school stabbing uh, that took place today. So we're exploring that, and also we're going on a tour of the human trafficking spots around the metro to bring awareness to human trafficking and speaking to a survivor who credits our reporting over the years for saving her life. Wow, that's awesome. Yeah, so we're doing all that tonight. You're doing, so say that again, because that kind of came off a little funny. You're going on a human trafficking tour? A tour of, of, of the... <laughs> not a tour like Beyonce. Right, that's a what I'm human saying. Tra- a tour of the spots where, where people this happens. So uh, what, what are spots like? I know the hotels, the right. transient hotels. hotels. The, airport is, the airport's huge. The airport. It's one of the biggest spots. Really? So we're going to uh, educate people on that. And also doing the squatter bill. That's huge. Which brings me to my topic. What do you think of the whole squatter I situation? I think the bill, uh, Jennifer Griffiths been, has been reporting on it all night. And right. I believe it's some... I believe it's what politicians are supposed to do. Do you believe? It doesn't take 40 days to figure out how to fix things. You could have done this last week and we could all go home. I just can't believe the amount of stories that we have done. And Justin Gray, our consumer investigator, has done so many of these stories to the point where people, this guy just, we just did it today, went on vacation and someone went into his house, rental house, changed the locks and moved in. Moved in. And there is zero law enforcement can do outside of going through the process. Right. And that sucks. And I think it's horrible. So this bill, as soon as you find out that someone's squatting in your home, they can be arrested. Excuse me. They can be arrested if there's a phony paperwork. Well, because it's not a, an eviction thing. It's a it's a, a stolen pro- thing. It's, it's, you're stealing something. Yes. It's no different than going into someone's house and stealing jewelry. So what? So you, you think it's it's about I think time? It's a one. It's about time. I mean, I, I, I know it took them so long. It's because of the issue got bigger, right? But because before this, before maybe this past year, it was you hear one or two stories. They've gotten so brazen that you had to make a law. And I'm so proud of the uh, legislature for making a law. Not only they've gotten brazen, they've used social media. So what happens is we did a whole story earlier this month. Justin Gray did. It's on WSBTV.com talking about how over the Instagram, people like, this is illegal, but we can give you the keys to this property and you can go and squat it. Here it is. Give us X amount and it, you got the rest. I, we I know this person's not going to be here at this time or this house is empty because yeah. we've been watching it. Here, give me 500 bucks. Here's the key go. I saw that story and that was fascinating to me. The first thing I thought was, wow, how can you get away with that? How can that person get away with doing that? Yeah, this is crazy, and that's that's the question. So the squatter bill—that's one of the yeah. things that we're talking about. Um, we didn't. Uh, I was supposed to get a guest on about crossover day from the Democrat side, but I'll probably do that tomorrow. Um, you know, we didn't really cover crossover day today. I wasn't in. You know, it's funny, uh, George. I wasn't in a mood for politics today, to be honest. Oh, you're not. Yeah, I, w- I was really. Oh, well, with you, I can be, but I'm like just in general. Like I just real was serious. I was. Like... Uh, yeah, I was really. I was really. I felt. I felt. Um, I felt silly today. I wanted to be fun and silly. I hope it. People didn't tune out and never come back, but I just didn't feel like it today. Listen, it's just like a dinner conversation. Every day, you don't have to talk about serious stuff with the people in your family or your buddies or your girlfriends. You don't have it's, You could be light and fluffy. Yeah, so we'll talk about crossover day tomorrow. Yeah. So uh, you want to talk about Beyonce and Taylor Swift right now? Okay, go ahead. I'm curious. Do you think, what do you think of concert movies? Concert movies, where it's just a bunch of... B-roll of the preparation for the concert, and then they do tours, and they, they and I mean, then they sing. Well, like the like Beyonce did and Taylor Swift did. They took their concerts, they edited them, made them fantastic looking, and put them in the movie theaters. 
directed movie theater, and they single handedly saved AMC theaters. I would this never, year. I would never pay for a concert movie, even if it was my favorite artist. Your favorite artist right now? I would. My favorite artist right now. Oof, so many. Um, right now, Killer Mike. Killer Mike. Okay, right. so if Killer Mike goes on tour, you can't make it because you can't make it for some reason. And he I releases something. I wouldn't see it in the movie. You wouldn't see it? No, nah, I wouldn't see it in How the movie. How come? I don't know. It's just something about going to see that. I, I go to the movies to see movies. <laughs> yes. You know what I mean? Yes. It's, it's, I'm just old school like that. It's like reading the paper online. I, it's tough for me to read the paper online. I need a paper in my hand. I still do it, but it's I'm old school. So I wouldn't, you know, um, I, I don't think I would. I, 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 I'm not sure that I would. I um. I, I can't. I went to see the Bob Marley movie, okay. and someone someone could argue that that was a concert movie because there was a bunch of music in it, but it really was a movie. So I loved it. I loved the movie, but I couldn't go see a concert movie. So the fact that total revenue for AMC theaters grew more than $1.1 billion in the fourth quarter alone of 2023, and they credit that with the survival of the movies. What if that's the new thing? What if that's it? And what if you can go see an artist you you couldn't get to Vegas to go see like Adele? Adele has this big show in Vegas, and and you're not gonna go out there, but you're like, eh, I'll see her in the movies for twenty two bucks. Not never, 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 <laughs> never gonna do it. No, no. So I go like to me. a matinee maybe for five or seven and take the senior discount, but right. I wouldn't. Not twenty two bucks. No, I can't see. I gotta when I go to the movies, I get my raise. I have a process. I've been doing it for almost thirty years. What is your movie? I get ritual? my raisin raisinettes. Uh-huh. I get my sprite. Uh-huh. And I get my um, um, uh, uh, chocolate, a uh, Kit Kat, either ki- Raisinets, I'm sorry, Raisinets, Twizzlers, and a Sprite. That's my process. Um, even these movie theaters that sell food now, I don't even like to do that. I went to, When I went to see Bob Marley, we went to see it at Silver Spot up uh-huh. at Atlantic Station where they serve food. That was a $120 night. No, no, it's 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 a lot. Yeah, it's, it's a, a lot. Too much, and that, you know you can't go see a concert movie without getting popcorn and food and drinks. So now you're talking. It's too much. So so no popcorn. I don't eat popcorn. Now I'll eat now if A Mac and the lawyer and I go to movies, she gets popcorn. I'll pick. I'll dip in her bucket. <laughs> that's kind of cool, right? <laughs> but then you get your hands all sticky. That's fine. Okay. Yeah, that's okay. fine. I saw where you went with no, that. No, because of the butter. I'm ignoring that. Because of the, what are you talking about? Yeah, I know. I know. I she shares her popcorn with you. Yeah. That's incredible. I would think. I would think. That I. I don't let anyone. Touch. You don't let. You don't let. That's uh, my popcorn. No. Yeah. She lets me get in her popcorn because she gets my Twizzler. Right. <laughs> right. No. And you share. I it. mean, we might as well take this to the very. <laughs> end. No. No. I'm just saying. I think that you, you're a truly committed couple to each other. That you share each other's smoothie snacks. Uh, this is the Shelly Winter Show. You're listening to <laughs> Shelly Winter and George Estevez from WSB News. We're back after this. Can we go to break now? <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Coming up in two minutes, we continue the best segment of the week, Curious George with George Estevez. That's coming up in two minutes on the Shelly Winter Show. Shelly went to show this segment is called we do it every Thursday at 906 and we go to 10 with it. Um, it's interesting, Magic Mike. You know, we started we used to do the segment 936. And then George started coming down at 919. 
It's true. And then one day he just said, hey, you know what? I can come at nine if you want. <laughs> we need it. Yeah. He's got, look at all those stories he has. Yeah. He never so, gets to any of them, so right. we need it. Yeah, it's uh, it's wonderful. But it's my favorite uh, segment of the week. So and it sounds like you're saying I, I bullied my way into more of airtime of your show. But no, no. You, you actually <laughs> Which did, I did. You did. No, what you did was you did the show a favor. I think we do a good show here every day of the week. But I think this is you one. You do, of, yeah. Personally, I feel this is my favorite segment because it's fun. We have a lot of fun, and we laugh, you know? Right. And I think people need more. There's a lot going on in our country right now. There's a lot of heavy topics out there. Right, and this and this this allows me to kind of loosen up a bit, and so I, I really love it. Like, we had the presidents at the, the border at the same time today. Well, not the two, one former, one current sure, president sure, sure. at the border today. And I'm thinking to myself, What's, this is craziness, you know? Just fix it. Just fix it. We've been having this fight about the border since Clinton. Since Clinton, this they, has been an issue, the, the, the border. They formed committees. They formed groups. The, the eight, the great eight, or whatever they were called. Right. And, and, and now this with the bill that was something was going to pass, and they've worked on it for months, and then it didn't. And then one's pointing this at that, and one's pointing that at this. And, and you're thinking there's a real problem. There's a real problem that you can't fix such a simple problem. That's, you know, I mean, people want, people want to help people. Generally speaking, Americans want, yeah, yeah, we understand the importance of immigration. Please let people come over here. No one's not saying that. But everyone say, no, you just can't have people walking in, you know, and just we don't know who they are. What kind of reaction are you getting from from your friends and from your circles? That. That's what most people want. I mean, there's, there's, there's people on the left, on the far left, who are like an open border. There are people like that. And then there are people on the right who are like, nobody lets in and send everybody home. The vast majority of Americans are not on those either side of that. Most people are in the middle. They're like, yes, we understand the importance of immigration. We understand the importance of new people, fresh blood, fresh workers, all that kind of stuff. But there should be a process. That's where most people stand. So what do you think about today, the fact that the current and former president were both miles apart from each other? I think that the current president made a huge mistake by going down there because of the former president, meaning Trump, already had said he was going down there. This date was selected already. Biden's date was picked a couple days ago that he was going down there on the same day. So as the current president, the leader of the nation, you seem to be following the guy who's running against you, um, number one. Number two, everyone knows that you botched this from day one. And number three, the current, uh, the former president, Trump, this is, this is his linchpin legislation. To a, a secure border. So you're kind of not going to beat him on that because he's been talking about it since 2016. And you're hard-pressed as a 50-year senator, eight-year vice president, and now almost four-year president to all of a sudden say you're concerned about the border because all Trump has to say on a debate stage is like, if you're so concerned about the border, you've been there for 50 years, why didn't you fix it years before I got here? What's the argument you have for people who have said the current bill that was bipartisan, that was on its way to being passed, suddenly never even went up for a vote. And the thinking was that the former president may have used his power to, let's say, not have them talk about it anymore. Because what in that bill, that? I say that in that bill, look at the fine print. In that bill, there was an allowance for 5,000, up to 5,000 people a day. And that's the whole point of immigration reform is to stop it. And now fix what you're what's broken by stopping it cold, letting no one else in, 
fixing those, settling with those that are here, fixing the problem that's going on now, and stopping anybody from coming in until you fix the issue, not continue letting people in while you fix the issue. One of the things that was said in our story upstairs was the fact that this was the president, Joe Biden's second visit to the border. I don't remember the first one. Well, we said it was the second, so there must have been a first one. I can't. I can Google it. Yeah, I can look yeah. up at archives. Yeah, I but don't the remember. Second, so I, I, that struck me, uh, and I'm curious to ask you: How does that strike you when I say the current president has been there twice in three years, and this is something that so many people have been focused on and talked so about? So you're saying that's too? That's not enough. I'm not saying anything. Well, I'm right, asking you what you think. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Yeah. I'm stating the facts. Right. 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 <laughs> I, I. I. I didn't know there was this first time. I thought this was his first time. I know. Kamala had said she wanted to go and she was supposed to be going and never went. So I'm not sure about the first time. I could be mistaken. Um, but well, let's if, just say for argument's sake, it's the, the second If it's time. only the second, well, what did he do on the first one? Why didn't you fix the problem after you went the first time? You know, I, I, I don't think this is an issue Biden can win on because he hasn't been uh, active. He's just getting active on it now as he's running for reelection. So there's an argument out there if you're running against him, which I'm running against him in a way. Um, I would say, you know, you had three years to fix this problem. Um, you've only made it worse. And now as you run for reelection and the American people start to start to stick, see this as an issue, you you're saying that um, now you want to you, you're blaming everyone else for the problem you caused in the first place. He can't out border. He can't out-issue this issue on the border with Donald Trump. He can't because it's been a signature issue of Donald Trump since he ran in 2016. It's really been his his linchpin, right? right. It's been the, the thing that he's he's really had right. that he successfully ran on and, and won right. amongst other things. And whether you think he did or didn't do enough as president, that's a different conversation. Absolutely, absolutely. but that's what that's what he that's yeah what, he's he's not going he to outboard people that way. Yeah, he's not going to out Biden's not going to outboard Trump. So then what, what do you think of the whole uh, Nikki Haley thing? What's your now that we are past South Carolina, we're past Michigan. Let me ask you. I'm sure you've talked about it. But what's your what's your go to statement? on that? I, I, I get it. I do. I get what she's doing. She's got the money. So there's no reason to drop out. Um, Trump does have these legal legal issues, whether I agree with them, whether I think they're legitimate legal issues, which I don't. I think they're all politically motivated, as do most people, uh, particularly on my side of the fence. They're still there. Um, so I think that I, if I'm her and I have the money and I'm not starving and I can run a campaign and continue to stay in, then I why not? Why not stay in? Um, I stay in for two reasons. One, because something could happen with him legally, because there's a large number of people who say they won't vote for him if he's found guilty of any of these charges, and there's 91 of them. Um, so I would stay in for that reason. Then I also stay in because I put pressure on him to select me as VP, because as I travel around, I do pick up delegates. I do pick up support. Wait, wait. You're telling me there's a world where the former president, Donald Trump, will pick Former Governor Nikki Haley. No, there's a world where she believes that could be true if I stay in a race long enough. There's a world that says there's a there's her world that says that when they come to the negotiate negotiating table, her backers sit down and say to Donald Trump's backers, look, we need to unify the party. Clearly, this is the unification of the party by bringing her on board as VP. There's an argument for that. I don't think he does it. But there's an argument on her side of the fence for doing that. Listen, I know politics <clears throat> makes strange bedfellows, but that would be quite 
the bedfellow. Well, people, people, people have run against each other, called each other all kinds of names, and then brought them on. But don't you think that the rhetoric has increased the past ten years? I, I, to I the think point it had. I think it has, but I'm not sure if it stops it from happening. I think the problem that he has with picking with picking Nikki Haley is the the base hates her. The base sees her as a rhino, all the pejoratives, as a, a warmonger. You know, they see her as that. So I don't think the base would like it. That's why I don't think he does it. But in her camp, in her mind, in her people, to her backers' minds, there's, there's still an opportunity for her to be picked if she stays in. So I, I see both sides of it. If I were her, would I've dro- I would have dropped out a long time ago and banked my money and saved it. Now you're embarrassing yourself because the work, the, the losses that you're taking now almost make you fundamentally ill-prepared or ill—not wanted, excuse me, not wanted in 2028. You know, forget 2024. You've lost that. Now you can't—your political career you're murdering right now. Um, so I, I see it from all different sides. Me, personally, I would have dropped out after New Hampshire if I were her. You know what I love about us? We can talk about fun things, and we can talk about serious things. Oh, absolutely. On a drop of a dime. Uh, just like that. Yeah. Like in our next segment, I want to talk about gossip. All right. And if it's good in the workplace, and what are you hiding from your woman? Oh. <laughs> Do we have to talk about that? Yeah. <laughs> That's next on a Shelly Winter Show. The Shelly Winter Show, live, local, topical, relevant, and always entertaining. Uh, well, we always try to be entertaining. We try our best. We try our best. And this segment, every Thursday at 9.06 to 10 o'clock, is called Curious George. It's where George Estevez at WS, from WSB-TV at 5, WSB-TV at 11, and National News Tonight at 1.06 a.m. Uh, he is the host, of, uh, the, the, the um, uh, anchor up there. <laughs> He struggled he, with that. Yeah, and he comes yeah. down to talk to us. I was telling George, I feel I'm I'm crashing because I drink Arizona iced tea sometime, and I had some on my desk, and I had a couple sips sips of it earlier. Right, and it races you up. Oh, sure. And then you just come crashing down, and I'm feeling that way now. So that happens kind of, to me with like chocolate or anything. Really, I try to like nibble on, and I'm just like, I need something, and then all of a sudden it's like, whoosh, and you crash. Yeah, you just crash. Yeah. Yeah. So gossip at the workplace. Let's so, talk yeah, about that. I crash at the workplace, and I also gossip at the workplace. Apparently, okay. So if I said to you, "Gossip at the workplace," what automatically you think it's good or bad? Uh, I think oh, gossip at the workplace. It's going to be just average stuff. Did you know such and such is being promoted, or such and such is about to be fired Friday? It's just information. But you're probably thinking it shouldn't happen. Yes, yes, it shouldn't happen. Well, research argues that it should happen. Defined as those who exchange personal information about absent third parties aren't all that bad. In fact, they might even boost levels of cooperation within social circles. So basically what it's saying is... So is it good or bad information? That's the key, right? Well, sure, but I mean, gossip is still gossip, right? right okay. I mean, t- typically, yes, it's going to be true. Every gossip is rooted in some sort of truth. Right, okay. I mean, you know, to gotcha. some degree. To some if degree, it smells right. like a duck... Right, gotcha. And gotcha. walks like Fair a duck. Enough. Right. It's a duck. Um, so a study published uh, Tuesday in Proceedings of the National Academy of Sciences. I feel that the National Academy of Sciences should be doing more important research but, you know, than gossip at the workplace. Exactly. Computer simulation of social interaction to show that gossip is a good is good at disseminating actionable information about people's reputations. So it, it seems like it's labeling people appropriately, but it brings people together. Do you find that gossiping brings certain people together? I think it forces. Clicks? I think it forces in people into clicks. 
because the person you're gossiping about is not going to want to be gossiped about, and they're not going to want to hear what you're talking about. So you're automatically forcing that person out of the community, the village of the workplace. And so if everyone's gossiping about one other person, that person's not a part of the community. And if half the people are gossiping about the other half, you're separate. I don't see it as a good, that, I, don't, I don't agree with that study. Throw a study away. Yeah, that study's wrong. <laughs> what do you think? Oh, I mean, what do you think? I, I think gossip is bad. You know, yeah, I mean, it's I think bad. we're adults. I, I don't think we should gossip. And there should, there's other reasons that that could bond each other. Right. You know, you shouldn't be saying, "Oh, did you hear about Shelly Winter?" Right. He drinks Arizona tea. Right, and he crashes. <laughs> right. He's so bad at his job. Right. Right. <laughs> and it, that's supposed to bring us together. And suddenly it'll be like, "Shelly takes uppers." Right. Did you right. Hear? <laughs> And then he takes downers. Right. And then suddenly when he goes outside in the VIP <laughs> exactly. area. He's not drinking coffee. Right. <laughs> What's got, he doing in the bathroom? He's got, right. He's got brandy <laughs> exactly. in his coffee. Uh, speaking of, you would probably hide that. If you drank brandy at work, you'd keep that secret. But what secrets do you keep from AMAC the lawyer? Oof, boy, not many. According to a study. Not many. When you, a recent survey. Most of, of my secrets, I'll uh-huh. be honest and uh-huh. transparent as I always am. Most of the secrets revolve around income. And financial infidelity is a thing. I'm not saying you're financially in right. doing it's, that, but yeah, yeah, it's not. It's not. It's not like I have. You know, it's it's really about you know not you know lack of you know what I mean. <laughs> it's, it's not like I have a million dollars and I don't keep. I keep it from her. It's the fact that you don't have. A I don't have a million dollars and I keep that from her. Right? That's what. Well, a recent study, uh, two thousand Americans showed that when uh, you move in together, then you start finding out all the lies. Uh-huh. Little white lies. That like, dark... well, what are some lies that people find out? Well, f- finance, for example. Um, also, lies about when you want to take the next step. Also, lies about your past. Lies about past romances. See, I've, I've, what uh, you've we... done in past, how you've made mistakes in past. So yeah, all we, starts we, to come out. So we don't have that kind of situation because early on, we were pretty, you know, open. You know what I mean? And I think that's because in many ways uh, when we neither one of us was sure it was going to get here to this point. You know, I I got the zap as soon as I put my hand in her hand. I you know, I get, you you remember Godfather when he says he got hit by th- the thunderbolt. Yes. I got hit by the thunderbolt. But I think in many ways in that early period we both of us were really straight up with each other um because there was it seemed different. For me personally, it seemed different. And so I was pretty straight up. So, Meaning you knew this was going to be something other I, than just a right, situationship. I, exactly. And I also felt like, hey, Shelly, you're old enough. Just lay, lay it on the table, you know, good and bad, and see where it goes. But this is this feels like this is what you're supposed to do. So as an adult now, an adult relationship, you're finding yourself not keeping secrets. Yeah, not not like that. Not like that's nothing, you know. I, I mean, I might burp and say I farted or farted and say I burped or <laughs> sure. something. You know, something like right. that. She but, may ask, hey, have you brushed your teeth? You're like, of course I did. Of course I did, right. right. And I realized, <laughs> oh, no, I didn't, you know. <laughs> so what's one secret you want to tell her? Like, like right now on the air? Why are you doing that, this, George? You want to like, say, like, listen, you know, hey, remember when I said I, I forgot to buy you this or bring half of that What's left over? Or... I'll tell I'll tell you. Here's the secret. I love you, baby. Aww. See what I did there? See what I did there? And what else are you going to do? Buy her the right ice cream. Hey, all the time. <laughs> say one secret you you have. Um, I forget to take my blood pressure medication, so I may die at any minute. <laughs> wow. <laughs> because he keeps the pills. And he's, he checks the pill thing. And sometimes I forget to take, like, the pill or the allergy pill or right. whatever. And before he gets to it to refill it, I throw it out. <laughs> so he doesn't find that I didn't take it for Tuesday. 
Oh my god! So I'll just do it because I forget to take the. But pill. this is medicine. You you, you need I this know. medicine. I know. I forget. And so you just willy nilly about it. I put it back in the original like medicine thing, so he doesn't know I forgot to take it. Oh my god! <laughs> I don't know why. How I just old are you? <laughs> I'm barely fifteen. No, I'm older. That's why I forget things. Wow. <laughs> yeah. So I got to stop doing that. Too. I'm going to start checking your medicine too now, because Magic Mike, you, we're on this. My vitamins, yeah, we got my, my supplements. No, because we need you around. This is serious. I can't believe you. Yeah, you got to be more honest. I mean, uh, uh, more more responsible, George. You got to take your blood pressure medicine. I do, I do. All right, I will, and I won't keep it from him or you. All right, <laughs> you're going to text me every day. Yeah, just take a medicine. <laughs> Shelly went to show. Feel good stories coming up. We end every story, uh, every episode of the Shelly Winter Show with a feel-good story, ladies and gentlemen. And my feel-good story is simply this. Tomorrow we're back on the air at 7 o'clock to 10 o'clock with uh, Freedom Friday. Jo uh, Lieutenant Governor Burt Jones joins us to break down crossover day and talk about his op-ed in the AJC about the uh, H importance of AB HBCUs and also talk about what's going on at UGA. Um, and so that's tomorrow. My other feel part of feel-good story is George Estevez comes down every Thursday and is absolutely the favorite part of my week so fun it's the favorite part of my week too we get to just chat and i get to make you uncomfortable on the microphone 11 o'clock tonight real quick what what story are you starting with i we, know you talked about it before but say it again yeah no we were, we were talking about uh the importance of human trafficking and monitoring that and stopping that and we're also talking about the weather because there's some changes coming and uh make sure you tune into wsb tonight at 11 on channel 2 absolutely ladies and gentlemen Whew, boy. we did it great night good show <laughs> magic mike you got a feel good story no. All right. Good night, all. God bless you. Talk to you tomorrow. <laughs>